Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, you guys, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Monday, June 15th. This is episode 937. I'm glad you guys are here. Today is Mailbox Monday, and I've had a lot of questions come in about what's happening in the culture today. And so rather than answer your questions specifically, well, I'm going to tackle probably one or two. But rather than spend the whole show doing that, I'm going to talk today about the signs of spiritual warfare and how you can know something is spiritual rather than emotional or physical man-made or does it come from the spirit world? This is going to be a great discussion. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So I'm glad you guys are here today. Uh, I continue to just be praying about what's happening in our country right now. I've been asking the Lord to show me what he wants me to do. When should I be quiet? When should I speak? I'm feeling actually a whole lot stronger. I took a little bit of time uh, with my family. We spent a couple of days on the Oregon coast and uh, just tried to hit the reset button. Because honestly, I think there's a lot of exhaustion happening in the culture right now. And I'm getting questions from you guys coming in. I mean, they're coming in fast and furious. And I love your questions. And if you've got a question that you want to send to me, uh, go ahead and go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. And remember, like I'm always telling you guys, short and sweet and to the point. That's how um, your your question is going to make it to the top of the list of uh, questions that we'll actually respond to here at the podcast. I get qu- uh, messages all the time. Uh, from people with homeschool questions. You're going to hear me talk about different homeschool resources from time to time. And today, I want to introduce you to a new sponsor at the podcast, Common Sense Press. You guys, this is an awesome company uh, because they know how a busy homeschool mom's life can be. They publish materials that are complete and require minimal planning. Do you guys hear that? Complete and minimal planning. This is like the swan song of every busy mom that I know. These guys get it and they truly believe that education is more than just getting the right answer on a multiple choice test. And so I want you guys to check them out. With Common Sense Press, you'll find great science adventures, learning through literature, uh, paragraph writing for kids and more. And I've got a code for you. Okay. So if you got a pencil, write this down. You can use the code Heidi, H-E-I-D-I 2020 which I don't actually like 2020. I'll talk to them. I think we should do a different year. But right now, it's Heidi 2020 for 15% off all orders through their website during the months of June and July. So you can learn more at commonsensepress.com forward slash Heidi and start planning your homeschool journey today. I can't wait to hear what's going on I with you guys with regard to education. I keep saying this. I think the only silver lining in the Rona is parents taking their kids and homeschooling them. Uh, You've been hearing me talk about the indoctrination that's been happening in our schools. It is no joke what's happening in our schools. Our kids are being assaulted 
uh, emotionally, they're being assaulted mentally, they're being assaulted spiritually, absolutely. In our schools, this has been going on for a long time. It's a very radical agenda. Here in Washington State, we've been fighting Senate Bill 5395, which I and several other people, lots of people actually, went to our Capitol many times over the last year trying to fight, trying to say, we don't want this. Parents, by and large, do not want it. And what are we getting? We're getting uh, Governor Inslee and a whole bunch of radical leftists who have basically uh, strong-armed the teachers who also don't want this, by and large, into teaching this, and they pass this bill into law. So they pass it into law. I think this happens, I don't know, in February. And in March, what happens? The Rona comes. And so it shuts everything down. And so we're, so now we're trying to get a referendum on the ballot. For those of you who are not familiar, a referendum means that we have to collect signatures so that we can put, put it to the voters. In other words, we get to say to the voters, do you want this sexual indoctrination where they're teaching your kids? I'm not even going to tell you the terminology because I forgot to give you guys a warning and I know your kids are listening. Uh, believe me when I say it's vulgar on its face. And so we uh, we got behind this uh, referendum and many, many, many parents who I would call modern day heroes have been out for the last two months. They needed to collect, I think it was 150,000 signatures in the age of the Rona meaning you can't have large gatherings. We couldn't do the thing. And so they have been setting up little tents on the corner of roads, going to parking lots, going to church parking lots, school parking lots, trying to collect signatures. And you guys, they blew it out of the water. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have had enough signatures uh, now. We've collected enough to get referendum 90 on the ballot, which means voters in Washington state are going to get a chance to say, oh, heck to the no. No, no, no. Governor Inslee, you cannot do this to our children. We will not give you permission. And so praise the Lord for that. So you guys, if those of you are in Washington State, referendum 90, has, uh, we've got enough signatures to put it on the ballot. And you can be assured that as November gets closer, I'm going to be talking more and more about this. We need to come out in force this year, actually all across the country, because our nation is being hijacked by a leftist anarchist ideology. We see this in our cities, in Seattle, Washington. Uh, last week, we saw uh, Capitol Hill in Seattle. Literally, the police left there and they left it to the anarchists who are literally burning things in the streets, putting up cardboard signs that say, you have left the USA. You guys, we need to start talking about what's happening in this country. More and more and more of you start standing up and saying, no, we're not going to let this continue. And uh, we're going to stand up against it. And that's what the the brave men and women and, and persistent men and women who have been out there collecting signatures for referendum 90. And we see that there's movement. If we can do it here in liberal Washington state in Crazyville, you guys can do it where you live. Do not allow this stuff into your schools. All right. And whether you homeschool your kids or whether you don't, this should not be in our schools. Every single parent that has a conscience and cares about children should be standing up against this and refuse to allow our education system to be hijacked for even one more minute. Uh, I've, I've been getting, like I said, lots of questions lately from you and a lot of them stemming around the issue of what's happening in the culture and how do we know that this is, you know, one lady said, you know, hey, Heidi, you've said that this is spiritual. You don't believe uh, the Rona and uh, you don't believe social distancing. So let me just, uh, I want to clear something up. I believe that there's a virus. 
I never have said I don't believe that there's a virus. I believe that there's a virus. I also believe in H1N1. I also believe in the swine flu. I also believe in Ebola. I believe that there are viruses and really dangerous ones, ones that can actually kill us. As a person who travels for a living, I'm always telling people, uh, go swab the escalator at the airport at any given time and you'll find all manner of horrible little microbes uh, on surfaces and even in the air. Does that mean that we should put a bubble around ourselves like the people are doing at Chick-fil-A right now? (laughs) You guys seen the pictures of these poor kids out there in 95 degree heat, like, you know, with literally with cones on their head. And it's it's bananas, right? Uh, I think they're trying to bring a little levity to it. Hopefully the employees won't die in the process. But my point is uh, we're living in fear. And that's what I don't like about the Rona. Uh, it's, it's, this is a virus with a 99.9% survival rate. So I've been telling people for two months now, take off your mask, stop, you know, listening to this ridiculous narrative about social distancing. Have you noticed that the narrative went away when the rioting started? Because apparently the Rona doesn't affect rioters. It's, it's disgusting on its face. And it's so obvious now that we are being played and manipulated. And I've been telling pastors, open wide your churches. This is not about a virus. This is political and it is spiritual in nature. It is spiritual in nature. So I want to spend a couple of minutes today just talking about how we can know. So how do you know? So this is the question I'm getting from a lot of you. How do you know that this is spiritual in nature? Well, first of all, everything is spiritual in nature to a degree, right? The Bible teaches us in Ephesians 6, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. So uh, there, so the narrative right now is trying to pit white people against black people. And you just heard my my friend Marlene this last Friday, my precious friend who also happens to be on my staff, who also is a person of color, which is so funny because we're laughing. We never talk about each other in these terms. Now suddenly I'm the white girl and she's the person of color. And the only reason we've been having this discussion is to highlight how ridiculous it is for you guys because it is ridiculous. But she was on the show last week with me and she was saying the whole point is to divide people. And this is what the adversary loves to do. Paul said in Ephesians, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. This is a spiritual battle. This is not a racial battle. It's a spiritual battle. The pandemic in this nation is not racial. It is sinful. All right. Is race, do we have racists in the nation? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. But are we a racist nation? No, we are not. But they would like us to believe that. They want us to fight with each other. So how do we know that what we're dealing with is spiritual in nature? Well, we know because we can take a look at God's word and see how the enemy has always worked. From the beginning of time, if you go back to Genesis, how did the adversary, what was the first thing he did to cause the fall and the destruction and the chaos that followed? He lied. The Bible says in John that he is the father of lies, that he is a liar on his face. And so we know that the adversary is behind something when we see lies happening. We are surrounded, a constant lie. I'm not talking about the occasional lie, which we all know that's wrong. I'm talking about the constant lies that we're facing. Satan schemes by using lies. So look up John 8, 44. Boy, howdy, we're being lied to right now. Church, wake up, wake up. Wake up from your slumber. Seek the Lord. I said this on my Facebook page the other day. Open your Bible. Get on your knees. This is a spiritual battle. Another way that we can tell this is spiritual is our constant struggle with fear and worry. The devil is at work when we are constantly afraid. Rona, is that you? Rona, right? Look around you. What do you guys see? God says he is not the author of confusion, but of peace. God says we have not been given a spirit 
of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I don't see much power from the church right now. I don't see much uh, love as riots have overtaken our cities in the name of reconciliation. What? A riot's not going to bring about reconciliation. I was disgusted, frankly, at listening to Al Sharpton say in front of thousands of people that this will not get better until somebody pays. Well, how much should they pay? When will it be enough? Who exactly should pay? No, this is wrong. And somebody, I hope someone in the black community calls Al Sharpton out for uh, for the pretender that he is because that is not the Lord. That is not the Lord. And so I don't see much love and I don't see uh, sound minds, right? Our constant struggle with fear is not from the Lord. Second Timothy, right? God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Another way is that our constant struggle with feelings of discouragement Are you guys discouraged? The devil is behind this. Look around you. Think on how many people you know who are living under a cloud of discouragement and depression. This is demonic at its core. Another way that we know it's the adversary who wants us to feel like we're hopeless and the the battle has been already uh, lost. And we need to learn to fight from a place of victory instead of a place of victimization. We, We fight from a place of victory, not to victory, from victory. We have been given victory through Jesus. We, ha- we, already, we, we know this thing's already been won. And this is the adversary, which I very much believe we're in the last days. This is the adversary before the return of the Lord. He knows his time is growing close. And as long as, and, and as his time grows, grows uh, closer, he's going to do everything he can to stir division, to stir hatred, to keep people from coming to Christ. And the best way to do that is to divide the church. Black against white, right? Masks against not masks. I mean, this is a massive, massive push to divide us. And when you see this discouragement and this division, the devil is behind it. Another way we know is that is that we are in a constant battle. Notice I keep using the word constant, constant battle against lies, constant struggle against fear and worry, constant struggle with fear, feelings of depression and discouragement, and a constant struggle to be at peace with one another. God is not the author of confusion. He is the author of peace. Peace is not uh, something that we get. Peace is a person and his name is Jesus. And my heart is grieved at what this so-called pandemic is doing to our relationships and our families and our churches and even between our races. This is demonic on its face. The church needs to wake up. Take off your mask. It's really just a muzzle. It keeps us from seeing each other. The social distancing, you guys, I'm just, I really am just amazed, right? The um, World Health Organization, which whatever, I could take them or leave. And, you know, they came out last week and said, you know, never mind, you know, asymptomatic people don't spread the, the disease. Well, isn't that why they told us that we have to wear the mask? Because, ace, because people who don't know they have it could spread it. Well, do you know, so as soon as they did that, the CDC and the powers of be were like, you better take that down. And so then I shared it and then Facebook said, oh no, um, that's a, I'm, we're going to fact check you right now. Oh, okay. Facebook arbiter of truth. You guys were being lied to. We're being played. I'm going to encourage you to pray fervently. We need repentance and it starts in the church. It starts with God's people. 
So Father, forgive us for our complacent attitude toward your commands and your ways. Forgive us for our cowardice in the face of unrighteousness. For allowing the slaughter of our unborn on our watch as we have allowed this to happen and winking at sin in our churches in the name of tolerance. So many things, Lord, so many things. Please, Father, we need revival. God, I pray that you would root out and expose the many false so-called reverends who are on daily on our televisions right now and are sowing seeds of division and hate in your name. Father, may it not continue. Help us to be strong and courageous. Raise up Joshua's and Esther's in our nation. Give righteous people the courage to speak and stand against this. Lord, I thank you for the men and women in Washington State who have worked tirelessly for the past two months against incredible odds to gather signatures to protect our children from the sexual indoctrination that's coming from people who do not know your name and are walking in disobedience. Father, I pray that you'd help us to keep looking to you as your word says in Hebrews 12. You are the author and you are the finisher of our faith. You're the finisher. And Lord, we look to you to be the finisher right now. Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus. We're ready for you to come. And until you do, I pray that you'd help us to stand. Open up our mouths, Lord. Remove the muzzles from our faces and allow us the opportunity to speak in your name. I pray, God, that a move of your spirit would sweep over this nation in the name of Jesus and that we will be part of revival and reconciliation that is born of repentance. Lord, I pray for so many listeners to this right now who are struggling because they see what's happening around. They're struggling with depression. Maybe they're under financial difficulty. They may have, like me, maybe they have their world has kind of been turned up on its face. Lord, help us to keep our eyes on you when the world's upside down. You write the ship, Lord. You write the ship. We pray for our nation. We pray for our president. Father, protect him. Surround him with godly people who will influence him for righteousness. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Men and women, we need to cry out to the Lord. Let your voice be heard. Let your voices be heard. I'm hoping that our children will begin to see their parents and their grandparents, their aunts and their uncles standing for righteousness. Unafraid. And I'll tell you what right now, it is going to take strength and courage in order to stand. We're living in incredible times. We also serve an incredible God. He is incredible. And he's still at work. He's still on his throne and he loves you. I want to invite you, if you haven't joined me at MomStrong International, uh, we're, we're building a community of women over there who are following God and wanting to learn his word. And I would love for you guys to join me. You don't have to be a mom. A lot of you have been asking, do you have to be a mom in order to study with this at MomStrong International? No, no, you don't. The reason that we're, we're uh, focused on mothers is because mothers are training up generation of children. But the truth is every single one of us has influence in the life of a child. And so I'm going to invite you to join me over there. I know you guys are going to be blessed and encouraged as we uh, seek the Lord together and we look to his word. 
because that's where the answers are found. That's where hope is going to be found. Hope and change is not going to be found in a president. It's going to be found in the work and person of Jesus Christ. We are in a major spiritual battle right now, an upheaval that I have never seen in my lifetime, and it will require men and women, the blood-bought men and women of Jesus Christ to stand in the gap and speak truth. Look around you. There are many people right now who say that they know Jesus who are not speaking on his behalf. And you can tell because rather than speak truth, they speak, they sow seeds of division. That's not the Lord. And we need to learn to stand for righteousness. You guys are loved. You are loved by your creator. And one of these days, the Bible, we've already read to the end of the book, right? One of these days, the Lord's going to come back and he's going to make it right. And until that time, he's called us to stand. So I love you guys. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please leave reviews for the podcast. If you've never left a review for my book, Becoming Mom Strong, or any of the books I've written, we've had a little bit of an attack from leftists over at Amazon lately, people who are obviously not reading the book, but they're leaving horrible reviews. And so if you've not left a review, gosh, I'd appreciate it if you would do it. Um, and uh, just encourage other people to buy and read Becoming Mom Strong, How to Fight with All That's in You for your family and your faith. I know you guys are going to be encouraged. Thanks for listening today. We love you so much. And I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.